Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am so glad you've joined me on this Monday. Today is Monday, October 23rd. And today I've got a little bit of encouragement for a mom who wrote to me about how she's struggling to raise the kids she has and wondering whether or not she could even have more kids. So, wow, that's a big topic to tackle, but we're going to take it on today at the Busy Mom Podcast. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. You guys know that I have seven children. So I want to start this off by just saying uh, the number of children that you have does not equal godliness. So people with seven children are not more godly than people with two, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I want right off the bat, I just want to say that I we want to talk about what we know God says about children. And the Bible says that children are a blessing, that the person whose quiver is full of them is actually blessed. And he said, be fruitful and multiply. But he said, be fruitful, multiply. And he didn't say, this is how many children you should have. So I think there's a lot, there have been misconceptions, certainly in the Christian community, and particularly in the homeschool community for many years. uh, Somehow, uh, we were under the mistaken impression that uh, the number of children you had equals godliness. And it's not about that. It's about walking in obedience to the Lord and asking him to speak to you directly. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle that topic today because it's a tender topic. It's a question I get a lot, especially out on the road. And speaking of being out on the road, I leave in just a couple of days for Tulsa. So all you Oklahoma, come on, this is going to be my only visit to the Oklahoma area in 2018. I'm already booked out to 2019 right now. And I really hope that you're going to come out and see me this weekend in Tulsa. Bring a friend. Uh, this is not uh, just for mothers. It's for any woman who is struggling with fear in the culture and wants to learn how to be an ambassador for the Lord in the midst of a culture and spiritual decline. So Come on out and join me. Um, I think you're going to be really, really glad you came. We've got some free gifts for you. We're going to have an awesome lunch together. We're going to pray together. We're going to sing together. It's going to change your life. So come on out, and uh, I want to hug your neck, and hopefully um, this is just going to be a weekend that you'll be talking about with your grandchildren in the years to come. Also, the weekend after that, November 3rd. Oh, my goodness, you guys, we're almost done with October. Where is the time going? November 3rd, I will be in Kansas City, Missouri for the MomStrong Conference. I'm going to be at Rain Tree Church in Lee's Summit in particular. And uh, we would we still have a little bit of room left for that as well. So I will link back to those events in the show notes today. Also, if you're not doing my scripture writing challenge, you guys have heard me say this. Get in there. Check it out. HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. When uh, MomStrong International begins its full-time ministry in January, that will be the basis of what I am I will be doing those studies on. So I hope that you will uh, join me for that. I think it's going to change your life and rock your world and uh, open your eyes to the power that's available to you through the in- indwelling uh, presence of the Holy Spirit. And God's Spirit uh, wants to speak to you through the reading of His Word and through prayer. So I'm excited to see what God's going to do. I think miracles are going to happen. I think you're going to see revival in your homes, and revivals in homes equals revivals in churches, and revivals in churches equal revival in the culture. And so that's what we're praying for. That's the heart behind uh, MomStrong International. I hope that you'll join me. I'm really excited about that. If you haven't picked up your copy of Becoming MomStrong, uh, do it, and be sure you share it with your friends. I think you guys are going to be encouraged. All right, so I'm going to get right to this. This uh, email on this uh, on this mailbox Monday, 
And just tell you, like I said before, this is a question I get a lot. And uh, here's a mom, and she said, Heidi, thank you for your podcast and consistent encouragement toward the Word of God. Uh, it's blessed me. So um, you're very welcome. She said, I'm a mom of two boys, four and almost three. So a moment of silence for a mom who basically has two toddlerish boys in her home. Oh, my goodness. She says, we've talked about having a third, but I don't feel like I'll ever be ready. I felt ready for the first two, and then I had them and thought, oh, Lord, what have you gotten me into? (laughs) Our second was premature, had respiratory issues for the first uh, two years straight. We desire a big family. We love the idea of more laughter and joy and blessing, running around and increasing our chances of having grandbabies, which honestly... That's a good reason to have kids right there. Uh, But most days I am just struggling. I was hoping that it would be, I was hopeful rather that it would be the first few years and then it gets easier. And it has in a lot of ways, but my four-year-old who used to snuggle every morning now wakes up quite literally bouncing off walls. I'm sorry. This is this is life, right? This is everybody's four-year-old child uh, bouncing off walls, furniture, roaring and playing with everything and anything rough. I can't imagine having another one uh, or more or ever feeling ready or even halfway equipped to train these wild things up in the Lord. Most days I feel like the only thing I'm doing to point them to Jesus is that I am on my knees between exhaustion and frustration, asking God to forgive me and help me mommy these two precious crazies. So I guess my question is from a mom of two boys to a mom of seven kids, how did you know you were ready for more? How did you handle seven? I feel like I'm always going to feel like I'm barely surviving motherhood, but I actually desire to embrace and rejoice in it. How do I get there? So First of all, um, sweet girl, can I just say that you are not alone. Mothering is no joke. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, I've been around. I've been around my um, my daughter with her little ones recently, and they are also bouncing off the walls and um, breaking everything in my house and breaking everything in her house. And they cry and they do the things that uh, little ones do. And so I just want to encourage you: what you're feeling right now is actually one hundred percent wait for it, normal. And when people ask me, how did I have seven kids? My answer is always one at a time. We had them one at a time. Two of my kids were complete surprises. uh, And I wrote about it in Becoming Momstrong. My first one uh, was a total surprise. That was the one that you're like, whoa, it really does work that way. (laughs) You you get that, that positive sign on a pregnancy test. And Jay and I were both in college and we were both just um, you know, ridiculously busy with school. And then what do you know? I'm going to have a baby. So it changed our lives. And uh, I ended up dropping out of school. I ended up dropping out of Bible college. I never finished. I did help my husband finish though. Uh, so that made me feel good. And I got my, um, I got my uh, MRS degree. That's what they gave me when he graduated. So uh, our child raising sort of began that way. And then um, Another one of our babies was a surprise, and we thought, man, by this time, we we knew how it worked, (laughs) and we were like, oh my goodness, but you know what? The Lord gives grace, and He gives grace for every single child, and uh, you know, we can talk forever about the, you know, we can talk about birth control, whether or not people think it's a sin. Um, I personally have, I've told this to audiences around, around the world, so this will be no surprise to any of you who've heard me speak in person. This is an area of freedom, and you need to seek the Lord. God wants to have a personal relationship with you, but I promise you, 
If he puts it on your heart and opens your heart to the idea and the possibility of embracing more children in your home, there will be grace to accompany it. And I think that's what I've learned in my life, having uh, walking with the Lord and just um, walking this thing out with my husband. If you would have asked me when I had one child or two children, if I ever would have had seven, the answer would have been a resounding are you crazy? (laughs) No, I don't want that. I can't handle the two that I have. And then the Lord gave us uh, Skylar, our first boy. And then we had Spencer. And then Summer came along. And for every child that the Lord has given us, our capacity to love seems to have grown. And I, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that it's it's always great. And in fact, it's all it's pretty much always hard. But when it's good, it's so good that it makes all of the hard days worth it. And to watch our children grow in righteousness, you're not to a point in your parenting where you can see fruit yet because you've got a uh, a little ones. You know, you've got um, a four-year-old and a three-year-old, and they're, they're basically intent on breaking everything in your house and making you crazy and long for nap time. And I promise you, when those boys hit about 14 years old, somewhere between 14 and 18, I think that the the sole purpose of a 14 to 18-year-old boy is to emotionally paralyze his mother. And you're going to get to that, that point with your boys too. But before you get to that point, the God of the universe is going to be softening your heart and molding you and shaping you into his image through the process of raising children. And so I'm not here to make a decision for you as to whether or not you have more children. That decision is between you and your husband and the Lord. But what I do want to do is encourage you to a place of saying, whatever, uh, when God puts a dream on your heart, he really will provide for that dream. He will provide for you financially. And sometimes it might be in a way that you don't expect Right, and you guys have heard me share this story on on the podcast before, um, and I wrote about it in Becoming Mom Strong. There was a point in our lives where, uh, in the housing crisis, we we pretty much lost everything, and I can remember very vividly uh, sitting on the floor um, at a state run office waiting for food stamps, and I was uh, and I was sitting there thinking, Lord, why have you allowed this to happen? Like we are following you or raising our children. Why is this so hard? Why are we struggling so much? And I remember in that moment, the Lord so clearly said to me, Heidi, look around you. And I did. I looked around me and you know what I saw? I saw my own arrogance. I saw my own, for whatever reason, I felt like they deserved to be there, but I didn't. And God was doing something in my heart and and bringing humility to my heart in that situation and also reminding me that he was going to provide for us. And he was in the meantime, teaching me a lesson about uh, what it means to trust him. And so I began to have conversations with the people around me and uh, the lady sitting right next to me. I mean, it was like seven in the morning and this woman just reeked of alcohol, right? Just coming out of every pore in her body. And the uh, gentleman to the other side of me was clearly a drug addict And I saw some other mothers sitting in the line and I thought, you know what? There's nothing that separates me from any of these people except for the grace and mercy of God. And it changes you when you realize that, but by the grace of God, that's me. And so God gave me a heart for those uh, men and women and continues to do so. And he does it through the process of suffering and sometimes and struggling and sometimes just the process of raising children, right, is a struggle and a stress, isn't it? And God wants to use it. God wants to use it to make you more like him. And I guess I just want to encourage you, um, if you feel like you're barely surviving motherhood, you're not alone. Uh, Most of us feel like we're barely surviving motherhood. 
But God wants you to do more than survive. He wants you to thrive. It's the whole reason I wrote Becoming Mom Strong to encourage mothers off the bench onto the battlefield to say, listen, God gave you these children and what he has given you, he will give you the grace to see it through all the way to the end, all the way to when your children graduate from high school. And honestly, you're not even done then because you'll discover that what comes after that in that season of life is 100% prayer driven. And I want to encourage you to a place right now of praying for your children and just saying, Lord, help me pray for my children every day. Pray for your children, moms who are listening to this, who are um, beyond this stage of your mothering. Pray for your children. Take the time. Get on your knees. Do it in, in, the, in the closet. You know, Do it next to your bed. Get alone with the Lord and pray for your children by name. If you can do it with your husband, even better. But if you can't, I promise you, uh, men and women, that is where the power is. The power is in prayer. And if it wasn't for prayer and it wasn't for the Lord coming alongside me over 26, almost 27 years now of um, motherhood, I can tell you, I don't think I'd be breathing. (laughs) I really don't. I'd like to sit here and tell you I've never yelled at my kids. My kids have heard me uh, cuss in front of them. I hate to I hate to, to say it, but I have done that. And I have been driven to the absolute edge of what I thought I could do. And it drives you to your knees. And that's where God wants us. He said, his strength is made perfect in weakness. He said, uh, the apostle Paul said, therefore, I will boast about my weaknesses because it because I recognize that anything that I do is really being powered by the strength of God. God said he will meet you in your weakness. He actually longs to meet us there. And so I want to just encourage you back to that place today. Get Go before the Lord in prayer. If you feel like, you know what, I just don't think I can survive this, but I'd sure love to have more kids. Chances are that's the Holy Spirit softening your heart to something that the rest of the world might just go, that's crazy. Why would you do that? We do it because of the power of God. And we do it because we see beyond the diapers and the dishes and the laundry and all the things that are pressing on us and the um, the the money that seems so tight and the struggle that we uh, encounter around us. So I just want to encourage you back to a place of just trusting the Lord and saying, Lord, I know that where your spirit guides me, your grace will follow. And that's the truth. That's the truth about uh, mothering. It's the truth about parenting. It's the truth about marriage. All of it is true. Read the Word of God. I also want to encourage you to be in the Word with your children. And I've talked about this. You can go back. Um, I, uh, Ruth and I talked about this last Wednesday. I've written about this on my podcast. I wrote about a ton of it in um, Becoming Mom Strong. But uh, there is power in going through the Word of God with your children. You don't need a degree from Bible college to study the Word of God because you have the Holy Spirit. So that's my encouragement to you today. I hope that you guys are having a fantastic Monday. I am really excited about this weekend in Tulsa, praying with my staff about how that's going to go, and just praying for all of you who are going to be there this weekend. I would also really appreciate your prayers. We are in the throes in the last week now of getting ready Uh, to have our building open and ready for classes to begin. And so that happens on the 30th of October. Please pray for us. We are in uh, Vancouver, Washington. You can look it up at fphrc.org. That's the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center, fphrc.org, and see what we're up to. If you are interested in supporting what we're doing, the address is there. We would appreciate financial support, and we would appreciate your prayer support as we seek to be a light 
for the kingdom right here in our neck of the woods in Clark County, Washington. So we appreciate your prayers. I really appreciate you listening. And if you've got a question or a show idea, uh, please shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. We read all of those emails. I can't always get back to you, but I promise you they are being read and um, being prayed over. So I appreciate your feedback. Please leave a review for this podcast at iTunes. And if you haven't left a review yet for uh, Becoming MomStrong over on Amazon or other places that books are sold, it would be a huge blessing and encouragement to me if you would do so. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a fantastic Monday, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.